you know, once you get out the door, then like, all right, well, I'm already out here. I'm already dressed. I'm already sweaty. I'm already going to need a shower afterwards. Assuming you're one that showers afterwards. <laughs> who, who does that? Episode 1195 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, prioritize frequency over duration. Hey, y'all, real quick before we dive into today's quick tip episode, today's quick tip is brought to you by Be Ready on Race Day, the book I wrote a handful of years ago that tries to, as clearly and concisely as possible, outline the steps that I take as a coach to put together training plans for the folks that I work with. And basically, you know, tear back the curtain, show you how the sausage is made, and, and empower you and encourage you to confidently write your own plan to help yourself be as ready as possible on race day. Whether you're starting from scratch, whether you're starting with uh, you know some type of a one-size-fits-all plan and using that as a skeleton and then building upon it, layering upon it, adjusting as needed to suit your needs, uh, be ready on race day. Tries to I, I tried to lay it all out for you. I think I did a pretty decent job. And so uh, if you want to get a copy of the book, if you haven't done so already, you can find it on the Amazons. You can one-click it, either the paperback or the digital version, the Kindle version. Uh, Be ready on racedaycom is another place you can go. And there are sample chapters available. You can get a signed copy, a personalized signed copy of the book by the author. I know the guy. Uh, I'll sign it for you. Send it off. Makes a great gift. You know, is that time of year. Uh, makes a great gift for yourself. You know, make sure you get one one present this holiday season that you know you're going to enjoy. Um, but one way or the other, like I said, try to give you the, the ins and outs, try to explain the art and the science of a good training plan. Spoiler alert, much more art than there is science. No matter, no matter what everybody else tries to tell you, there's, there's very few firm rules when it comes to a good training plan for a race of any distance. It's a lot of, eh, I mean, yeah, I think so. And this feels good. And, and this is working. Keep it going, you know, but, uh, it's, it's art, a little bit of science, some science, a decent chunk of science, mostly art though. Anyway, be ready on raceday.com is the website or just search for it on the Amazons in the Kindle, Kindle app at just search for the title. Be ready on race day. Get yourself a copy if you haven't done so already. So today, you know, talking, talking about one book to another, uh, I recently reread the book. I, I listened to it on audible. Do you count, do you count audible listening as reading? I still struggle with it. Like not when other people do it. Rebecca's like, I've read 47 books this year, however many books she's read. And most of them have been on Audible. I'm like, yeah, cool. You've read a bunch of books. That's awesome. But when I read a book on Audible, I'm like, eh, I mean, I listened to it. Did I read it? I don't know. Anyway, I reread Atomic Habits recently, which is a book that's, you know, as the title might suggest, is about building habits into your life. And the, the premise is, is that you start with the smallest, almost the smallest possible, possible building block of a habit you know, atomic atoms, you know, they make up molecules, they make up things and you start small and then you kind of build from there. And when I read it a few years ago, I was like, nah, you know, it's all right. I guess I wasn't, I wasn't smitten by the book, but, uh, I, I decided to, to read it again at the suggestion of, of many folks that are like, this book will change your life. And, uh, you know, so I decided, all right, we'll take it. We'll take a shot. We'll reread it again. And, uh, jury's still out on the life changing power of Atomic Habits. I think the author is James Clear. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's the case. Too lazy to look it up. Um, but I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it and, and got a couple things out of it this time. So I'll definitely say that my perspective on the book has changed. Might be worth revisiting again. You know, kind of sometimes your taste change, your situation changes. Coming back to books, you know, a little bit later, especially something that's kind of personal development, personal growth, things like that. Sometimes as you change, the, the, the anyway, 
soapbox. There were a couple of things from the book that really stood out to me this time, and uh, one of them is inspiring this episode, and it's the idea of frequency being more important than duration, specifically when it comes to forming new habits or building new routines, and uh, the, the idea being that it's more important to do the thing frequently than it is to do the thing in any one long period block of time. Like the, the amount of time you spend doing the thing, again, especially when it comes to habit formation, isn't as important as just doing it, right? To borrow borrow from Nike to just do it. So when I heard this this little bit from the book, I immediately started thinking of ways that this applies to us as runners, because I think it does. And And the more I thought about it, the more I think I've come up with ways, you know, whether it's something like, um, you know, starting a habit with foam rolling, with yoga, strength training, stretching, mobility, diet, getting to bed on like whatever it is, any of those, those routine things that probably matter for us in terms of improving our running performance, staying healthy, uh, building fitness, like doing the thing matters. And again, when we're talking about starting a habit, it's more important to do it frequently than, than duration. And I think about my, um, foam rolling adventures or misadventures as it maybe would be, uh, over the last few years, like how many times have I talked about, yeah, I, I need to foam roll more. I want to foam roll more. I should foam roll. We all should foam roll, but foam rolling is good for us as runners. And yet, you know, anytime, every time I raise my hand and go, yeah, but I don't do it. I don't do as much foam rolling as I would like to. And, and I'd like to think it's not for lack of trying. I mean, shoot, what, what was it a couple years ago? Uh, 2022, maybe, maybe 2021, whatever, maybe, probably both years, you know, I had a goal for foam rolling. I had a goal to, to foam roll for 3000 minutes in the year. And, you know, you start to break that down and it's like, or maybe it was even 2000, whatever it was, it was, it was a decent chunk, but you break it down and, you know, it's like seven minutes a day, 10 minutes a day. Like, like I can find time to get on the foam roller for 10 minutes a day. Right. But according to the, the principle from atomic habits, that frequency is more important than duration in, in building these new habits. I'm doing it completely wrong. Right. I'm focused on all right, 3000 minutes for the year. I should be focused on something more like I want to, I want to foam roll 300 times this year. Spoiler alert, that may be on the goal list for 2024, um, but but not worrying about the, the duration. Whether, I, whether I'm on the roller for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 2 minutes, 1 minute, 30 seconds, as long as I'm getting on the foam roller, box checked for today. There's one of my 300 days of foam rolling, right? And, and the idea is, or the idea isn't, I don't think, at least as I understand it, it's not that 30 seconds of foam rolling, a minute of foam rolling... That's going to change my life, right? Or, or whatever your habit is, whatever thing you're working toward, whether it's one, one set of, of squats or whether it's one night of getting to bed at a certain time or whether it's one sun salutation uh, that, that's kind of your minimum viable for, for a yoga practice, whatever it is, whatever that, that basic atomic unit is for these atomic habits that we're building, that one situation isn't the game changer. So taking it back to the foam roll example, if, if all I have to do is 300 days in 2024, which again, might be a goal that I'm, I'm brewing on. Uh, but if all I have to do is 300 days of getting on the foam roller in this year, and it's a successful, successfully achieved goal, there might be a chunk of those days where it is only one minute or two minutes or 30 seconds. But the more frequently I'm getting on it, the more likely that I'm going to accidentally run into foam rolling for 10 minutes or 15 minutes or 20 minutes. Right. And then really get some benefit that way. But by continuing to show up, by continuing to get on the foam roller or again, whatever, whatever habit you're thinking about brewing on whatever, by, by just setting the bar as, as ridiculously low, almost as possible, you, you over time over free, be, based because of frequency, you start to do more. You start to do a little bit more, a little bit more. And pretty soon 
you really start to see that progress, you know, that, that, that consistent action where we're focused on frequency instead of duration really does build and pay off in a big way over time. And I think it's, I think it's true when it comes to building running fitness as well. You know, if, if you're looking at your calendar and your schedule, and obviously I'm going to make up numbers that may or may not relate to you, scale it up or down accordingly. But if you're like, my goal is to run 25 miles a week, maybe that's a goal over the winter to kind of maintain a certain level of fitness. I want to run 25 miles a week. Do you get more bang for your buck if you do that in three runs a week? Well, however you break it down to get to your 25 miles, or if you go five times a week to get to your 25 miles, maybe, maybe the goal would be, or, or should be according to, to this principle. And, I, and the more I think about it, the more I kind of like the idea is that the goal is to run five times a week or again, you know, scale it up or down. Maybe you're, you're moving, moving into four days a week territory or three days a week territory or six days a week territory. I'm not going to necessarily propose moving into seven days a week territory. Y'all know where I stand on run streaks, but the idea being maybe, maybe the focus for an off season training plan, maybe the focus for building for your next goal race or big event should be a little bit more focused on number of times running and, and maybe trying to increase that as opposed to worrying about what the total volume of running could be, should be. Because a lot of times, and again, just like with the foam rolling example, if you're like, all right, I'm just going to run a mile for the next month. My, my focus is running four days a week, one mile each time minimum. The cynic might say, well, that that's, that's a good way to guarantee four miles a week. It's a good way to make sure that you get 16 miles for the month. But you and I both know, if you've been running long enough, that getting out the door, you know, once you get out the door, then like, all right, well, I'm already out here. I'm already dressed. I'm already sweaty. I'm already going to need a shower afterwards. Assuming you're one that showers afterwards. <laughs> who, who does that? But, um, <laughs> you know, at that point, you're like, well, I might as well knock out two or three miles. You know, it's, oh, it's Saturday. It's, 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 I've got an opportunity for a long run. I might as well get eight or 10 or 12. And just by focusing on four days a week, or again, whatever that number might be for you, but focusing on the frequency versus the, any one duration of run or even accumulative total volume of running, has a tendency to do more for you to, to really ingrain that habit. And all of a sudden four days a week becomes the new norm or three days or five days or whatever, whatever it is, it becomes the new norm. And then the, the volume piece, the, the total mileage piece starts to take care of itself on its own naturally, just because you're focused on frequency. And again, it doesn't really matter what, what other habits you might be looking to build strength training, yoga. Again, I talked about foam rolling already. Um, Anything that you're looking to do to add to the mix, to, to increase, to, to move your fitness forward. And, and oh, by the way, this pretty obviously translates, at least in my mind, obviously translates well outside the world of running as well. Looking to, to learn a language, get on Duolingo for 10 minutes a day, five minutes a day. Just focus on opening the app one, once a day, every day, you know, pick up the guitar. If you're still trying to learn how to play some Dave Matthews songs, you know, whether, whether you, you play for 30 seconds or 20 minutes, just pick up the bloody guitar. Focus on doing that every day. If I pick up the guitar every day, I'm going to noodle around on it for at least a few minutes every day, and that's going to have more of an effect over time. You know, not in isolation. These these small little habits aren't going to move the needle as a one-off, although quite frankly, you can make an argument that absolutely crushing on a one-off doesn't move the needle either. You know, running 20 miles, if you've, if, you know, but only doing that once a week really doesn't move the needle on building your fitness. Playing, playing the guitar for 45 minutes once a week really doesn't move the needle on, on becoming fluent in, in Dave chords. Uh, but a little bit every day, whatever that smallest minimum thing is, step out the door, get out, get a mile, get, just go out the door. Maybe just put your running shoes on. If you're struggling to get back into a good routine, don't even worry about 
the actual run itself, just, just focus on, I'm going to put my running clothes on. I'm going to put my shoes on. I'm going to walk out the door. Or if you're one of those crazy people like Dustin, I'm going to fire up the treadmill. doesn't matter if you ever even run a step. You tick the box. You, 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 you walked out the door. You got on the treadmill. Even if you didn't run at all, again, it's, it's a frequency issue. And the more times you do that, the more likely you are, all right, well, I'll go out and get a half a mile in. I'll go out and get a quarter mile in. And that just starts to build itself. You start to ingrain that habit, make it part of the routine. And oh, by the way, over time, you get somewhere. You get somewhere. And that's, and that's the point today is, is you know, when we're, when we're worried about, it's so easy to get caught up in some of the gaudy metrics, right? How many miles somebody runs over the course of a month or what their peak volume happens to be during the buildup for their, their goal race. And I'm not trying to say that volume doesn't matter, whether we're talking running volume, whether we're talking time on the foam roller, time in the, in the, in the gym or doing strength training, whatever, like those things all matter. But in order, to, but, but you got to crawl before you can walk. Right. And, and when it comes to building some routines or increasing different, different, again, increasing mileage, increasing volume, increasing anything. If we're looking to build and grow over time, the, the frequency of action is where it starts. That's, that's the key. And so just something to think about. And maybe this piggybacks a little bit off of last week's quick tip, as far as wrapping up Q4 while, while getting ready for the start of the new year, it's a good time to start looking at, you know, if you're, if you're starting to try to ramp up towards the new year, you know, what are some of these habits? What are some of these things that you might want to work towards? And what is the, the minimum viable? What is the atomic level habit that you can start to work on that can lead to the growth, the progress, the ultimate achievement that you're, that you're aiming for again, running or otherwise, it's just something to think about. So that's, that's my thought for today. Frequency over duration, frequency over volume. If you worry about the frequency piece, the duration and the volume have a tendency to take care of themselves. So what do you think on board? Not so much. Have you read Atomic Habits? Did it change your life? Did you like it? Did you not? Thoughts from today? Hit me up at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on X, at Dizruns on Instagram, at Dizruns on threads, at Dizruns on whatever other social media might be coming down the pipe at some point. Uh, You can also shoot me an email, Dizruns at gmail.com. Tell me what I got right. Tell me what I got wrong. Tell me what habits, what atomic level habits have led to the biggest changes in your, in your life, in your world, in your experience. You can also, of course, head over to the show notes for today. Dizruns.com slash 1195. Dizruns.com slash 1195. There's memes. There's gifs. There's the comment section, of course, as well, down there at the bottom of the page to f- give me your thoughts and feedbacks, comments, and takeaways from today. Always love to hear from y'all when you're willing to share it. One last call for today for Be Ready on Race Day. If you haven't checked it out already, do so. It's over on Amazon. It's on the it's in the Kindle app. Uh, just search for Be Ready on Race Day. And of course, BeReadyOnRaceDay.com. Get yourself some cha- sample chapters and uh, get order a signed copy if you're so inclined uh, from BeReadyOnRaceDay.com. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up, y'all. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the attention. Thanks for... Uh, Maybe, maybe humoring me, maybe, you know, got a little something from today. Hope it was useful. And until next time, y'all be well, take good care. Thanks again for listening. And, uh, we'll talk soon. All right. See you.